Hello, Sugar Rebel, and welcome to episode 25 of Keto and Life Hacks. I completely, completely apologize for not having an episode um, this week so far because it kind of got thrown off with my travel schedule. I didn't expect to stay an extra day at the event that I attended, but it was so worth it. So this is the only episode that we'll have for this week, but I hope that it's worth it for you guys, <laughs> worth the wait um, as of the recording of this um episode it is the day before 4th of july so if you're listening to this on 4th of july happy 4th of july to you um so today's topic is going to be about the brain uh, more specifically the benefits of meditation to the brain and basically um my main thing as far as meditation um the main form of meditation that i use is called transcendental meditation i believe i've talked about this in previous episodes and i'm a huge fan of it and in fact um it's really the only meditation that i've done consistently mainly because for me whenever i practice something i always look at the fruit i always look at the results of my practice and you know what if if i'm getting a lot of bang for my time right bang for your buck bang for your time because obviously we live in a busy world we really can't do anything to waste our time on things that are not going to give us the best results right and so from my experience transcendental meditation compared to other meditations and i've done a lot of different ones in the past um, i feel gives me the most bang for the time that i invest in it and i really see like tangible results and so i'll talk about i'll talk about the results that i've gotten so far but before i go there i want to kind of of course discuss the science behind it um and what doctors have seen like when they put uh, an eeg on somebody's um head when when they're they start to meditate to meditate uh specifically doing transcendental meditation and uh basically they did one where you know they're in front of an audience where they're at a conference and they there's this person that um is trained in transcendental meditation and um they look at his brain waves while alert right not doing any, anything any meditation at all and then they look at the eeg live on the screen as he transitions from being awake to be to meditating specifically tm so i'll just say tm for short because i know it's too long to say um so before i go there what is tm basically tm is non-religious um it's it's really just a form of meditation that was developed um by maharishi i don't want to murder his name but basically um he brought it to the western world and it's been practiced by millions of people um one of the two of them the most um uh, known people that i know that practice it are jerry seinfeld and ellen DeGeneres. and if you like do tm and then google or search their name on youtube i'm sure that you'll find videos of them as it was easily found by me when i was researching this method 
And um, I believe I mentioned before that um, I originally heard about it from this huge hedge fund guy. His name is Ray Dalio. Very successful. Like he he's really, really good with like the stocks and stuff. I'm not very familiar with his work, but it got my attention because if this very successful guy and especially if you look at Jerry Seinfeld and Ellen DeGeneres, if these very successful people actually do this um, and are huge advocates for it, like it gets your attention, right? I mean, in order to practice TM and learn this practice, it's actually pretty easy. All I did, me and my husband did, was we found a TM teacher locally and he does like small group classes where he would meet with you one-on-one at first to teach you and give you this mantra that you basically um, recite in your head Um, and that's what get you to that blissful state um, that is TM and uh, without going to further detail as to like that but it's actually pretty easy to do it um, is and, and the reason why I stuck with it, one of the reasons is that it's actually pretty easy to do instead of just trying to silence your mind, which we know sometimes is impossible. You recite this mantra and it just puts your brain into this blissful state. And really, like you feel really good afterwards. And again, I'll talk about my, my results in a little bit here. So this is why do you why why do i talk about meditation so far you know because you have listened to some of my podcast episodes you know that i'm into mindset obviously um ketones help with the brain if you listen to the episode on alzheimer's and insulin resistance um we know the importance of sleep and we know the importance of ketones to our brain right sleep and the brain ketones and the brain we know all those help when it comes to our brains performing better and why do we want our brain to perform better um one reason right our our brain basically affects our mind how our mind functions and so if you want a creative brain you want to have um if you want a creative mind you want you want a creative brain right it's like the foundation it's the function that will basically produce the result that we're looking for right so how our brain function is going to produce the activities that we're going to be able to implement it's going to produce those creative thoughts right depending on how how your brain is functioning hopefully that's making sense so far so this is um this is the thing right if we want our brain to function properly if, if we want our mind to function properly, our brain has to function properly. That's just the way it is. Like you, the brain structure has to be sound in order to have a sound mind, right? So what they found, um, scientists, as they study the brain, is that each of our experiences change, changes the brain. And that each time you have an experience, let's say, let's say if you're practicing... Um, a habit or maybe a golf swing or practicing a new skill um, like let's say at work or something like that the, each time you have that experience each time you practice that your the, those brain networks then the connections get stronger in the brain and that's actually how we build the habits that we have right and what they found is that every single day 70% of our 
connections in the brain change all of the time and we're familiar with this we know that the brain is plastic so it's called brain plasticity and what it's a fancy term for saying that our brain can adapt and will adapt to stimulus and for me that is powerful because that means if you have like an addiction let's say you know sugar addiction since you you guys know my background or um if you're depressed or have anxiety right it's not the end of the world um and actually dr daniel daniel Amen. He is a, uh, a psychiatrist that actually studies a lot of brain imaging before he gives uh, medications or a protocol to his patients. He looks at the brain scans first to make sure, you know, what is wrong with it structurally so that he can actually diagnose it better and give the proper medication so that he does not misdiagnose. His work is very fascinating to me. I just found out about him. But basically, he studied any anything from sugar addiction to like actual drug addiction, PTSD, concussions in NFL athletes, ADD, ADHD, dementia, Alzheimer's, depression, epilepsy, right? And he studied all of these. And basically, what he said is that you're not stuck with the brain that you have now there's actually things that you can do to actually improve your brain functioning and the more we can improve our brain functioning the better we're going to perform in in life right we can eliminate the symptoms that a not uh not so well functioning brain produces hopefully that makes sense um so for instance they did an experiment with the, this a chimpanzee where they just basically touched two fingers uh, for 30 minutes twice a day for three months. And of course, while they're doing that experiment, they studied the brain, this is a specific part of the brain, and they showed a picture when I was watching a video of it. Um, well, basically, um, whenever they did that for three months, the, the two areas in the brain that the, the fingers are connected to actually started to merge together. Um, and, and basically, it's saying that the more we, we, we repeat an experience, the more we uh, devote more of our brain to that. And again, it's those connections forming because our brain, brain is actually plastic. It's not... It's not a rock, it's a river. It actually flows and changes constantly. So it's really a matter of changing the stimulus and helping it calm down to a point where, you know, the front and the back of the brain can now um, work together as one um, so it can function better, right? And um, the reason for that is because the front of our brain... Uh, the motor system of our brain is actually the the one that um, is in charge all most of the time um, especially like when we're alert when we're active when we're doing things right it's basically the executive of the brain it's like your CEO so it's in charge of your body basically the front of your brain and what they found is that whenever we're constantly high stressed or obsessive compulsive um, 
you know, there's uh, there's more response to to stimulus, which means like we overreact to things whenever the front of our brain is whenever we're in high stress, the front of the, our brain just responds, responds, um, overreacts, basically. And you probably realize this whenever, let's say you're in high stress situation, maybe you're in a high um, stress part of your life um, in the past or maybe currently um, that you maybe have realized that you're easily irritated or you're easily triggered, um, you know, angered, right? Because you're just constantly stressed and your brain doesn't have any time to react or think, right? Think right. Um, we've all noticed this, right? Uh, because basically the executive function, the front of the brain, um, is just like stressed out to the point where it can't think straight. Hopefully that makes sense. I think that makes more sense like in layman terms um, where we've all experienced a, a, a place like that, right? A, a situation like that in our life. Um, and so what uh, TM does is that it actually strengthens the executive function, that front part of the brain. And because the, you know, if the CEO is always working, think about it. If the CEO is always working and is stressed out, the rest of the company is not, is most likely not going to do well because it can't do things like marketing or team building, right? The, the things that make the company grow. Um, I hope that makes sense. Um, and what TM does, it, it does strengthen the CEO by maintaining that alertness but also helping it function well in high stress situations um it's so it puts it in this restful but awake state and it puts it in this bliss it just your brain just feels happy and calm uh this wave wavelength which is the alpha wave so if you're not already familiar with the brain waves there's gamma theta and alpha and gamma is when we're focused on something let's say if you're focused on a task you're finishing a project at work and you're like on a deadline that's where that's you're on the gamma wavelength at that um at that point theta is when let's say you're doing uh breathing like you're just focusing on your breath and trying to calm yourself down um, or um, guided meditation is also theta because you're not necessarily not thinking about something, but you're more calm. So that's theta. And then alpha is when you're still awake, but it reduces the, the stuff that's going on in your head. And literally for me, the only way I can explain how I feel when I go into my my tm practice is that i just feel during the meditation part i just my brain just feels happy it feels light it feels calm and um the very first time that i practiced it i was so surprised because it was a very stressful time of my life and um it was when business was was booming still booming but I wasn't used to this level of busyness that um I was carrying most of my stress on my neck like most people and that the bottom of my head where it meets my neck was just constantly uh tight it just felt like so tight that it was it was crunching it felt like it felt like I had something like um 
how do you call this tightening up on it where it's just my muscles basically tightening up and the first session that I ever did with the TM teacher it was gone I was like whoa that was crazy and uh, literally I noticed the thoughts in my head like we all have negative thoughts and I think that we human as human beings we tend to focus on negative thoughts more than positive thoughts unless we train our thoughts otherwise and what I realized is that the negative thoughts were less and less and less the more I practiced it and TM teachers recommend that you do two 20-minute meditation uh, sessions twice a day so one in the morning one in the mid-afternoon that's the best way to get results and i'm guilty because i only do it once a day and just knowing this right now this is why i love the science just knowing the science of what happens to my brain um, really motivates me to do it twice a day um, starting tomorrow <laughs> um, and so what they notice when they put the EEG on somebody who's awake and then went into that meditative state with TM is that the front and back parts of the brain started to sync together and ultimately that's what we want our brain to do is for our front and the back to sync together so that it functions better because obviously your thoughts are going to be more coherent at that point right it's kind of if you think of a company where the whole team is working together towards one mission that's what your brain does when it, it's used to doing a tm a tm practice um every single day and again so think about this if your brain is constantly changing the connections 70% of the synaptic connections in our brain change every day think about that when you do a TM practice twice a day for 20 minutes a day and it gives you that coherence together with the front and the back part of your brain just think about what that, that, that does to your brain over time and how much calm you're going to be, how, how much um, self-confidence you're going to have, how much more creative thoughts you're going to have, you know, how much less negative thoughts you're going to have because, and then how much less stress you'll have in your life, right? And ultimately, this is what um, uh, motivated me to really look more into the science of, of TM because you know, up until recently, maybe about, you know, 20 years ago, you know, this practice was just practice that, you know, it hasn't really been studied. No science has actually looked into it as to why it works. But now this is available and we're now knowing more and more about brain plasticity and how important, um, you know, it is for our brain to remove stress. Um, you know from our lives or at least reduce stress not completely remove it because it's always going to be a part of our, of, of our life right so yeah TM puts your brain into this alpha state where it reduces all the chatter but it still maintains that wakefulness and alertness and um, it does that because what it does is it does increase the activity in the front brain but it lowers the activity on the back of the brain, which is responsible for like, um, mo uh, not motor function, like the thinking aspect. Um, so I don't know exactly how to explain it properly where I'm not going to mess it up, but I hope that makes sense. It basically gives you a more coherent, coherent brain and it solidifies the connections that help you 
your your front and back brain work together as a team instead of um how do you call this instead of ignoring each other basically which is what's happening when you're in a high stress situation so um what i would recommend is to if you're at all interested um in transcendental meditation and learning it is to find a local teacher um i think it's highly valuable i think it was like i I don't want to mention the price because i totally forgot how much it's been at least a year and a half since i um i did the the tm thing but I highly recommend that you do and maybe just look look it up and see if this is something that you um, would like to do. But I think it's so, so important to our brain health, um, especially if you've ever had issues um, creating habits or shutting up the negative thoughts that's in our brain or if you suffer from any anxiety or depression. Um, I think that every little bit helps. Like, yes, definitely nutrition helps, right? sleep helps drinking ketones helps because it gives your your brain that fuel that it needs to make better connections right um and also help clean up the brain as we found out from that episode that i'm um that i did on alzheimer's um and among many other things but you wanna when it comes to something as important as our brain we want to deal with it through many different avenues right you know from from meditation to nutrition to sleep to um i think those are the top three actually for me um as far as brain function like literally if i am like that's why i didn't do an episode this week uh, the first episode for this week is because i was focusing on getting back into a routine and i was focusing on getting back into um getting enough sleep um i've had many times in my life where i i basically disregarded sleep and everything else a lot of things suffered and um it took me a while a lot longer to recover from my trip um, when I didn't focus on sleep and getting back into that at least eight hours of sleep at night. And of course, getting back, make, making sure that I'm eating right and everything too. Um, and because I had less time to to do a podcast because I was sleeping more, um, that's why I didn't prioritize doing a podcast. So it's just one of those things where like you just decide, yes, it's important to be consistent, right? And I've been consistent with the podcast for like the last, I want to say 11 weeks. I'm actually like very proud of that. So thank you guys for tuning in for that long. Um, but at the same time, like you have to think like, okay, what's more important is sleep and recovering from this trip or doing a podcast right now, right? And of course, spending time with my family, which, you know, I didn't see them for like three days or so. So having that time is also important, right? So it's all about integrating everything and then making sure that yes, consistency consistency is great but at the same time you know what other areas of consistency do I need to prioritize at that time right so I'm kind of digressing a little bit so (laughs) this is probably one of the longer podcasts but I hope that this was helpful I'm very passionate about the brain actually I haven't talked about it that much on my podcast but in terms of um, also making newer connections on your brain um, exercise helps a lot with that because if you think about our joints our joints have a lot of nerves 
on them. And so the more that we move our, our, our joints, the more signal goes to our brain. Actually, one of the ways, the things that stimulate our brain is movement. And so that's why I love movement. And then when we move, it stimulates more of that front, the front part of the brain, which is also what meditation does. Um, so I guess my top four now in terms of brain health and brain function, if you want to basically optimize your brain function would be TM, ketones or doing the ketogenic diet, sleep and movement. So it doesn't have to be like a complete like two hour strength training cardio session, but move at least 20 minutes a day, right? So that's your top four. And hopefully that's helpful. If this was helpful for you, by the way, um, please uh, go ahead and write me a review on iTunes. Um, you can take a screenshot of this episode. I will release it to today, July 3rd. Um, so you can have it tomorrow if you're off tomorrow and um, watch, re listen to this on July 4th, 4th of July. And um, Take a screenshot of it, put it in your stories or a newsfeed, or tell a friend about it if this helped you in any way, shape, or form. And that is it for today. I hope this was helpful. Give me feedback. If you have any questions on this episode or any other episodes that I've done, um, feel free to message me on Facebook or Instagram. Uh, Instagram is The Sugar Rebel. Same thing with Facebook as far as the business page. And then you feel free to also connect with me on Facebook, which is my personal page at Anna Dornier, D as in Delta, O-R-N-I-E-R. -E Until next time, have a great one and enjoy your 4th of July.